0: You're listening to Brigade Radio 1.
1: Welcome to the Antisocial Show. Hey everybody, it's Tyson. So, um, this show is going to be a little bit different because Hunter is doing it uh, by himself, as you may have guessed by the title. And it's because my schedule's been uh, pretty different now that I have a child. He had a bit of a rough start into this world, but he's resting comfortably and healing from uh, a lung infection. And uh, I couldn't be happier. In other news, I probably already mentioned that we, uh, a friend of mine, Corey Epps, and I released a single earlier this year, and I've just released an instrumental version of that on my SoundCloud, which you can find by going to TysonSaner.com, or you can... Go to www.soundcloud.com forward slash T Y S O N hyphen saner. Um, and it's, 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 it's the instrumental of the song Hope, by the way, the new instrumental. You can listen to the original one from 2013 if you like and see how different it is. So, yeah, this show was posting a little bit later. It might even be on the next day, I'm not sure. But, um, you know, I think Hunter did a great job uh, by himself. He, he actually had talked to me about the possibility of doing this at some point, and I always thought it was a good idea because. Uh, he's the funny one. So enjoy this episode of Hunter by himself, and let us know if you'd like us to do more of these, because um, who knows, they might actually be able to get released more frequently if uh, we can provide content independently of each other at times. Anyway, we're open to suggestions, feedback, all that stuff. All right, be decent to each other. Thank you. Peace. They're coming, back, back, back,
0: they're coming,
1: back, they're
0: coming, they're coming to get you. No, nah, I'm just kidding. Uh hello everybody and welcome to another episode of Anti Social Show, a show that's taken twenty nineteen by force. I am Hunter Block. And now normally this is where Tyson would say, and I'm Tyson Saner, but Tyson is uh not here with us today. Uh he is uh here in spirit, I guess. Um no, he's off having his uh first kid, so I want to say congratulations um to uh Tyson and Laura on their first child. Uh, Tyson will be back, of course. Uh, so, this episode of Anti-Social Show, I am doing something that I've never done before. I am running solo. Um, now, when you, by the time you hear this, I think Tyson had said that there's going to be... He has one more episode that's, uh, basically, uh, in the can, which he has, I think, either already edited or will edit it, and that would be up, so I think that's going to be episode 67, or, yeah, 68, I'm sorry, 68, this episode will probably, most likely be episode 69, (laughs) 69, um, but yeah, so, and, and don't even ask me what this episode's going to be titled, because I have no clue, um, I did actually try to, uh, do an episode one time solo that I had recorded, and, uh, by the time it was all said and done, I didn't really like the way it sounded, because it sounded so much like, uh, well, it didn't sound anything like, uh, what I would normally do on the show itself, so I basically just put that away for, like, a rainy day, and if I get the chance, I'll edit it and work on it, but, uh, so... To start the show off in a big, bad way, like we normally do here on Antisocial Show, uh, how many of you people out there, or listeners, uh, l- uh, watched uh, Aquaman? I saw it, and I have to admit, the, sh- uh, the movie was badass. I mean, definitely uh, Jason Momoa killed it. And growing up, though, I, I have to admit, growing up, I never uh, really got into Aquaman. Um, but this movie, like just watching it... Uh, basically kind of changed my opinion a little bit. I'm, I think I might give it a chance. Like I never read the books, but now I think I'm going to start with the books because books, you know, whether they be novels, comics, whatever, the books are always better than, uh, than the movies, of course. And of, uh, of course you can't even really call them comic books anymore. They're just books. I mean, so just what pictures, um, so yeah, I think I'm going to I think I'm going to try to read the books again. Uh, read the books again. I'm, I'm going to read the books for the first time cuz I like I said I um getting in like growing up I was always like a a Batman fan still am. Always a Superman fan um but never really like a never really like a, an Aquaman fan until now, of course. so I'm going to give it a chance. Uh same thing with the Flash. Like growing up, I I read a few uh, Flash comics, but never really got into it. And then uh, I started hearing about you know, I started hearing uh, Kevin Smith on Jane Silent Bob Gets Old talking about directing episodes of the Flash, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to give it a try because it is on um, on Netflix. So I watched it, and I can say that I was insta hooked. I binged watched every single episode. Um, I haven't watched this season yet because normally when the show and, and I don't I don't um oh, what's that thing where they 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 record it. Yeah, I don't do any of that that crap. Um I don't even know what the word of it now is. Sorry. Anyway, I usually just wait till it comes on Netflix and I watch it that way. Same thing with the Arrow. Um I, I really didn't get into Arrow at all, and then Hughes uh, was talking about his love affair of of Steven Amwell and, and the Arrow, and I'm like, you know what? I'll give that a chance too. And uh, I have to admit, it's it, I mean, it's it's totally, 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 totally. Uh, uh, both of those shows are awesome, but that's what's cool about the CW uh, or DC when it comes to like you know CW shows or their shows in general. They they normally do a good. Uh show like Gotham is good uh legends of tomorrow are good um uh super uh supergirl is, is pretty good I watched a few episodes of that um and and, and did I say Gotham if i said Gotham uh sorry for repeating myself but Gotham's pretty good too so um it seems that when when d c does shows they they do a phenomenal job and it's like something that you can binge watch now with that being said of course um their movies are good, too. In fact, uh, uh, Justice League was uh, pretty good. But then, of course, then, of course, Marvel countered with Infinity Wars, making Spider-Man uh, finally a uh, member of um, the Avengers, which was pretty badass. Um, that's the A-bomb I dropped twice. Sorry, Tyson. I'll keep it you know to a minimum tonight. Um, so less work for him to have to do when he uh, edits this. Uh, particular episode, Um, I am happy to report that for the very first time, I am recording uh, on my new uh, Pro X mixer. Uh, So beforehand, I was using a simple soundboard, very, you know, very small, simple soundboard didn't really do anything. This, however, does uh, a lot more than what my soundboard did. Like, for example, if I wanted to like before, when I made myself sound like I was in a concert hall, um, I can also if I move the mic back a little bit here for a second. Uh, if I switch to chorus, let's see. No, chorus is not that. So everything here is like they have like uh, special effects. So everything is numbered. So all you do is just find the particular number that you want, and I'm going to take it off mute now. Now, now, now. now, now, now. And it, and sounds, it sounds, like sounds like I have a back 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 okay, back. okay. 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 Or, if, or, or if I do that, or this, or this, this, or, this, this or that, or this. Or this. this. Um. Okay, so with the echo, um, it's actually pretty funny because when I did attempt to do a uh, a recording, and not to get too far off the beaten track, but you know that we do um, on this show a lot, but not to get too far off topic, but uh, last time I attempted to record uh, audio for a show solo just to see if I could do it, uh, so I was using Audacity, which I'm I'm using now, and I had to take the headphones off because. Uh, there was some type of echoing interference, and no matter what I did, I couldn't make it go away. Now that was with the old soundboard, and uh, that particular soundboard is by Behringer. Now Behringer is—they—they is, um, they make good equipment. I mean, right now I'm using a—I'm uh, using Behringer headphones, uh, Behringer mics. I just up, uh, you know upgraded the mics a while ago, so I mean, Behringer is still pretty good to uh, you know get yourself going with, and. You know, for, for ninety nine dollars you can you could buy a complete sound uh uh you could buy a complete podcast studio set which includes soundboard mic uh uh USB interface that goes from your soundboard to your computer and of course uh, a mic stand, but I, I upgraded to an uh mic arm with a uh wind filter because to to get away from that, you know, background noise. But anyway, getting back to uh Marvel and DC. So anyway, so, Marvel came out with Infinity Wars, and some say that blew uh, Justice League away. So, naturally, DC would have to come out with something that was even ten times better than, of course, Infinity Wars. And they came out with Aquaman, which happens to be a phenomenal, phenomenal movie. And I think now Marvel came out with a new Spider-Man movie, if I'm not correct. I know there's a trailer for it. Um, I haven't seen it, so if, if I'm wrong on this, I'm sure Tyson will correct me, of course, which is fine, because um, I, you know, if I'm always wrong, then correct me, that's all, um, but yeah, so that I mean, if there is a new Spider-Man movie coming out, and I think it has uh, Mysterio in it, which is pretty bad, uh, pretty badass, I can't wait to see that, if that's in fact a thing, um, because I, I can go either way, like, I mean, I'm more so a DC fan than Marvel fan, but um, I don't mind like dabbing in, in Marvel. I mean, I liked Stanley. I thought Stanley was a genius um, with the universe that he helped create. I mean, think about that. He did um, as far as like uh, his, his creations, like he did he, he did the Avengers minus Captain America. Uh, he created uh, the X-Men, he created uh, um, Spider-Man, so I mean, he did a lot. Uh, and, and, and with the and he started with Fantastic Four, so with Fantastic Four, he spawned an entire universe of awesome characters, both superheroes and villains so and, and of course if you 're going to have an awesome superhero, you have to have an awesome uh, an awesome villain, like with Batman, for example batman 's an awesome i wouldn 't even call him really a superhero because he's not he doesn 't have superpowers. What defines a superhero is the fact that they have super you know, superpowers, he's more of a, uh, I wouldn't say an anti-villain. hes He's been perceived as, like, the Dark Knight, obviously, uh, a hero in some cases. I mean, he's been perceived as a vigilante. Well, same thing with the Arrow. The Arrow is, you know, the Arrow is perceived to be a uh, a vigilante. And here you have two guys, Batman, of course, and the Arrow, that have absolutely no powers whatsoever, but they can kick ass. And, I mean... Batman and himself, I mean, there has been times when batman has has totally desi- you know uh, laid waste decimated uh people with superpowers or as they call meta humans so Batman 's pretty up there he doesn 't even need superpowers because when you 're a billionaire, I mean you can create toys to help you uh <laughs> accomplish this stuff but Because he is an awesome hero, he needs an awesome villain, and of course, that's where in lies the Joker. I've always been fascinated with the Joker character, because he's the only one uh, with an unclear background, until finally the killing joke came out, and then you found out he he was like a normal guy, and and before he turned into a life of crime, but, I mean, think about trying to get into the head of the Joker. I mean, he's not stupid by no stretch of the imagination, he's actually pretty, uh, pretty genius. Um... Of course, now, of course, you got, like, the, the Court of Owls, of course. They're pretty cool. And that was introduced in the New 52. And they're behind... It looks like they're behind the assassination of uh Bruce Wayne's parents. So, basically, the Waynes. And they got, basically, Joe, uh, Joe Chill to basically pull the trigger and make it look like a crime, you know, like a mugging. Like, they're just like, you know, they got mugged, went wrong. But, uh... No, that was that was premeditated, and that was that was you know uh, all because of the Court of Owls. The Court of Owls, of course, if you're not familiar with the Court of Owls, they're basically like the Illuminati of Gotham. So they've been they're the elitist, by the way. I mean, they've been around since the inception of Gotham. So that's pretty cool that they're you know finally coming out of the shadow, you know the shadows, and basically telling Batman like, hey, you don't know you don't know anything, you don't know crap you know what I mean like I mean because here you have Batman who's like yeah I'm I'm Batman you know like nothing gets past me I know everything until the court of owls came along and they're like yeah you don't know crap buddy um (laughs) but um I mean they they I forget the name of the movie I think it was uh it was it was why am I drawing a blank on it I'm not going to Google it. Uh, you can Google it yourselves. But there is a movie where um, it's, it's Damien uh, Wayne, basically uh, uh, Bruce Wayne's son, of course, who, ha- who comes into contact with the Talon. And the talent, of course, is basically like the, you know, he's the assassin for the Court of Owls. And, you know, he's basically trying to turn Damien against Bruce, uh, against Batman. And, of course, the Court of Owls is trying to get Bruce Wayne uh, to join their organization, only to find out that he is, in fact, Batman. So they're messing with his head in a big, bad way. So they're they're, they're doing some awesome stuff with um with DC and stuff. I mean, of course, Court of Owls has been around for quite a some you know quite some time now. I don't want anyone to think that this is like a brand new concept it's not it's just something that i wanted to talk about i mean i am flying solo here tonight um well that's cool too i mean so i i mean this is like a this is like a uh kind of an experiment like can i fly solo like can i do an episode by myself in case i had to and this is I mean, this is kind of like a challenge for me because normally like when Tyson's with me and I don't have to think about what I'm going to talk about because conversations just fly here, fly there, fly everywhere. And we go from one topic to another topic and then right back to the original topic again. So tonight is kind of like, again, me just talking to you, good people, you know, uh, you know, catching up. I mean, it's been uh 2018 was been, you know, been kind of a hectic year, especially the, you know, the last couple months around the holiday season. And, um, you know, especially around the holiday season, and now 2018 is done, and we're, we're into 2019 now, so, and like I said, I hope I do a good job, so if I don't do a good job, and you don't like it, let me know, okay, rather than tell me so I can correct it, then, you know, but again, I have to pre-warn you that I'm not funny, as I stated before, um, so I'm not going to try to be funny tonight, you know, so maybe I will be, I don't know, um, Certainly, I'm going to certainly try to make this episode at least 40 minutes um, in duration. Not too long, because like I said, I don't know what uh, now that Tyson is having the baby. Um, I don't know what his schedule is going to be like, so I don't want to like overbear him with you know overburden him or overload him with stuff because um, he's still doing Succotash. So if you haven't heard Succotash, you can go to uh, anywhere podcasts can be heard. Uh, downloaded pirated listened to shared liked commented whatever uh that's where you can find uh Tyson on uh, Suckatash, the comedy soundcast soundcast and the reason why I say soundcast is because that's exactly what it is um in twenty nineteen let 's call them soundcasts instead of podcasts so so why not so that was my that so that was my my uh take on uh on d c marvel um I'd like to hear your thoughts, like, what do you like better? Do you like Marvel, or do you like DC, or do you like a combination of both? I like a combination of both. My favorite, of course, and of course is, you know, my favorite as far as, like, Marvel's been concerned, has always been Fantastic Four, the Avengers, X-Men. X-Men was phenomenal. Um, Of course, Morbius. Now, no one really knows who Morbius is. Morbius is the living vampire, who on the occasion did go up against Spider-Man, And speaking of Spider-Man, Peter Parker, man, let me tell you something about Peter Parker. I mean, and I feel bad for the poor kid because he's always getting yelled at for the same same crap over and over again. Peter, with great power comes great responsibility. I mean, I just want him to turn around and say, I know, man, I get it. Okay, I get it. I'm just going to web over everything now and I'm just going to fly around the city kicking people's butts. And, and notice how I'm keeping this G-rated tonight, because I did, I, I did drop the S-word a couple of times. So, I'm going to keep this G-rated, like I said, just to make Tyson's life easier. You're welcome, Tyson. Because um, <laughs> right now, if he was here, for every curse word I do drop, he normally gets like this look on his face, like, you know, you done messed up, A-A-Ron. And it's true, I mean... So this this is a bit of a challenge for me not to use any curse words whatsoever, um, and everything could be like edited out. That's the best part about podcasting. It's like if you mess up, you can always go back and redo it again. Like you, you don't even have to be uh, you don't have to be like oh my god like like I messed up like no you just redo it. You know that that's that's why it's you know not live. I mean you can gear it towards like you're talking to a live audience. Of course we certainly do, but. And we kind of are in a way, I guess. But, uh, but the best part is, like, you could step back and say, wait a second, this ain't live. I could just change this, you know, and as I ramble on. Because well, why not? <laughs> oh, shit. oh, sorry. Mm. So I was um, a while back, me and Tyson were talking about our favorite episodes. And I wanted to do a project where we talked about where we did an episode... Uh, uh, toward the end of the year, beginning of the year Talking about our favorite episodes that we did Because don't forget, we've been on now for the past two years Two years and some change now And in fact, in October We're going to be uh, doing this for three years now and, I, and it's hard to believe that we've been doing this for three years But we've been doing this for three years So, one of my favorite episodes of all time Was um, Invisible Thumbs And if I look Let's see, what episode is that? I gotta look on my... Um, going to look on my Stitcher. That's where I keep all my favorite podcasts. Um, Let's see. So I'm I'm actually looking, I'm actually going down the list because I I basically, I basically always get that one messed up. It's definitely not, um, one more episode, It's, it's definitely not episode 10 which I thought it was episode 10 actually actually uh, fuzzy memories part 1 and then episode uh, part 2 which is more fuzzy memories invisible thumbs uh, let's see where is it where is it don't tell me it's not here I'm really going to be surprised if I can't find it watch I can't find it now because I'm looking for it that would be fantastic it's got to be here somewhere. Eh, yeah, if I can't find it, I can't find it, but, uh, let's see, Bookends of Death, that was a good one. Um, Finger Quotes was also a good one. Uh, for some reason, I cannot find Invisible Thumbs. That is very strange. Huh. Anyway. Uh, Invisible Thumbs was, was, uh, always one of my favorite, um, episodes to do. That was a fun night. Um, we, we must have stayed up for hours, uh, doing, um, doing a recording. And of course, if I, if I go back and find it, another time we did, like, we recorded from the time the sun went down to the sun, uh, from the time the sun came up was, I want to say we did one with Cat Soren's, oh, Cat powered issue number one. I think that's the one. That was episode six where Tyson and I stayed up for hours, and we must have recorded for hours. So now it was getting time for the sun to come up on my end, and uh, I saw that Kat Sorens from Strange Times was on uh, Facebook. So I was like, hey, I'm going to drop him an invite. you know? I'm like, hey, man, when do you want to come on the show? And he goes, I don't know. How about now? And I'm like, "Uh, okay. So I had to get Tyson back because we had just wrapped up, like literally just wrapped up. And I'm like, hey, Tyson, can you go for maybe like an hour, another hour or two? Like I just got Kat on and, uh, you know, maybe we could just do that. So we did that and that was a good time. So we were able to turn that into multiple episodes. Same thing with uh, comedian uh, Ed Wallach. That was a fun time because we were always able to take our, um, our recording sessions with him and turn them into at least three episodes. So that was the fun part. And now, of course, my other favorite episode would have to be episode 66. And I'll tell you why. As I as I shared on my face on the anti social show Facebook page, live video, um, the weekend that uh episode sixty six was uploaded, I went to Jane Saw um, and Bob's Secret Stash, and I had acquired a uh, replica Batman car. Which was Adam West's '66 Batmobile, which was uh, that particular uh, one. Um, which you can find them on um, you can find them on eBay and of course um, Amazon. But that particular model uh, was used in a episode of Comic Book Men, also in the uh, Jane and, and Bob Secret Stash. Don't even get me started. That was definitely a show that went before its time. I think they could have gotten another uh, season out of it. I mean especially since it wasn't scripted or rehearsed, everything was just, you know, kind of like what we do. Like we never really like rehearsed anything. We never do because to me, like the fun part about doing this is when you get in there, not knowing what you're going to talk about and just seeing where it goes. Um, <clears throat> now there are times Tyson may come to me and say, Hey, listen, you know, when we're doing the show, I might want to bring this up and I'll, and I'll be the same way. I'm like, hey, I want to mention that right there. But for the most part, we don't rehearse anything. And, and that's really the, the, the fun part about it. Like, even tonight, you know, when I was doing this, I'm like, what do I talk about? You know, this was like the first time I ever had to think about what it is I was going to talk about. So I said, you know what? The hell with it. So I just turned on the computer, turned on Audacity, and I said, you know what? I'm going to talk about whatever I feel like talking about and just let it see where it goes. Because it's really not that complicated. I've been doing this for two years. I mean, I'm practically an expert. You know, I wouldn't say like I'm a, I'm a, I'm a pro but definitely an expert of some kind i guess we're gonna, we're going to go with that okay yeah we're gonna, we're going to go with that <laughs> so mm. so that was my favorite episode but i would definitely like to hear what your favorite episode was so maybe if you want to contact us on um well you can contact us at um revt23 on twitter you can contact me at ZombieBacterium. Also on Twitter, and you can go to Antisocial Show Number One on Twitter, or you can come to us on Facebook on, on Facebook, which is the Antisocial Show. I would really like to hear what your favorite episode is because we can't really tell um, who's listening on iTunes or Stitcher, but we can tell who's you know how many people and where they're from. As far as like anyone who listened or downloaded the uh, the episodes from uh, SoundCloud. So, but we would really like to hear from you more. you know what i mean so if if you're listening and you want to you know reach out to us that's the way to reach out to us and we always will respond uh more so Tyson than myself because you know i i, I don't always get a chance to uh check the uh the social networks and and things like that but and if you, of course, if you want to come on the show that's fine too. Um, we love guests on this show it's it's a lot of fun we and there's a game that we play on the show, and to date, I am the champion, at least in my own mind, anyway. Um, but it's a fun game, so uh, that's pretty cool. We, we only do that, of course, when we have a guest on the show, so it, it's been a fun time. Um, <clears throat> so if you want to come on, just let us know, because, again, we love guests, and we can go for as long or you know not as long as possible. I think the last guest we had was Marty Yu from the, uh, from the Nooner, which is on uh the Kevin Smith uh network or uh SMOD network. So that was a that was a pretty fun time. So we were able to get like two episodes out of that. And that was the last time I believe we had a guest. Uh could be wrong. No, I don't think I am. I don't know. Time seems to uh be kind of weird when you're a podcaster or soundcaster. You know, it's it's never uh you're never listening to the show in the now. You know, it's it's always been like the past tense. So like right now, for example, you might hear this. A week or two in the future. So, yeah. So. Mm. Ah, now. Now. Uh, I'm waiting for, and then of course getting back to movies because that's what we do best here. I'm waiting for Infinity Wars Part 2, and I'm waiting for Aquaman Part 2 because that's going to be badass. Definitely want to see, like, which is the better of the movie, because right now, I think Aquaman is the number one movie in the country. Could Yeah, I think that's what I saw. Of course, I don't really rely too much on statistics from Facebook, but that's what I had read on Facebook, that um, Aquaman was the, the, the number one rated movie in the country right now. Took Marvel by force, I think. Definitely, you know, this is DC's way of saying, hey, you know what? Don't mess with the best. But, 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 not to take away anything from Marvel, because don't forget, back in the day, uh, DC was like the giant, was the elephant in the room when it came to comics. I mean, they were the biggest distributor of comics, and their original name was Detective Comics, and... You know they were doing this for a while, and then of course here comes Stanley and totally uh, uh, gave uh, Marvel an, overhaul, an an overhaul. I think even renaming them. Yeah, he de- he definitely rebranded them as Marvel. Now, with that being said, where Marvel uh, had them as far as like uh, being in the in the now times back then was they were talking about social issues. They were able to take social issues and put them into their comics and just make them part of uh, the storyline, which was pretty unique, because I don't think that DC did that at the time, but definitely Marvel did, and it was definitely right around the time when, like, take like the 60s for example, when, when there was a lot of, like, in social justice, you know, in social justice, and there was many, many things that w- were going on, like a revolution of sorts uh, on many social uh, uh, issues. We're basically changing our our very way of life, sort of, through civil justice. And and that's that's what, you know, that's what Stanley did. Like, he added, like, these type of things to the story. And that's what, ma- this, I think that's why people liked it. I mean, now, it didn't shut down DC, obviously, because DC was, again, the, the elephant in the room. Now, is it still the elephant of the room? Probably not. I mean, you know, Marvel holds its own pretty well. Even if they were bought out by Disney, we'll we'll give them a, a break on that. But um yeah, so I mean I mean that's why what, what makes Marvel so innovative because of what they did. And that of course was to uh basically uh make it more real, I guess. You know, give like the, the superheroes and, and heroes um to make them part of like a reality, if that makes sense. I don't know if that really makes sense, but in all actual... In all reality, I mean... Listen. So, that's why, like... In, in reality, that that's why Marvel did... Was was cutting edge of its time. And still is, in, in a lot of ways. I mean... Um, because of what they did, as far as, like, social issues and things like that. It gave the, the heroes something real to tackle. Um, but, you know, they're, over the years... Whether it's DC, Marvel there's been plenty of rememberable artists and writers um but if you're not into comics or even into to, to the movies um y- you can't argue the fact that everybody knows who stanley is that that's why he's the great um and and always will be and i don't think like i could never stop talking about it enough um now i can talk about comics all night i can talk about you know, Batman, I could talk about, you know, just about any, any superhero or or villain in both DC and Marvel universe. But if we're ever having a conversation about this in real life, um, if we ever get to that point, um, just don't pull a Brody and, and talk about how Superman can never have sex with Lois Lane because of his super powers, his godlike powers. And that's why he can't do it. Because that's just kind of creepy, you know what I mean? Brody from Mallrats, I should say. Brody from Mallrats was a, 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 fixed, a fictitious character that uh, just had a love affair of comics and 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 Mallrats. And um, if you don't, like, if you've never seen Mallrats, definitely uh, go check it out. Because, and I know I, I know I talked about this before, but. So, Stan Lee, in 1995, is when Rats came out, and I think he was 75, 70, no, he was 74, 75. The thing about it, though, is that this man, even back then, had, like, such a passion for for his wife, and I'll, and I'll tell you why. When he was approached to do Mallrats as himself, um, you know, so Kevin Smith wrote him this part and everything like that, and the whole idea was he was supposed to walk up and have a conversation with, with Brody. And the thing about it is, is that, um, he's like, yeah, me and Mick Jagger had like this running contest to see who slept with more women. And I think I'm in the league or in the lead. Um, but his stipulation for this was he has to go back and tell Brody's friend, uh, that it was all a joke. You know what I mean? Because he didn't want to upset his wife. Like how, how sweet is that man? like, For to be 74 years old and have such a passion, you know, and that type of love for his wife. And, and, I mean, Stanley was definitely a man that we could definitely um, inspire to be, really. I mean, just aside from writing comics, I mean, yeah, he he wrote comic books, but he was also a very brilliant writer. And you can see that even in the comics, like the characters that he created was such brilliance. And I mean that's that's why I'm always gonna, you know, I'm gonna miss the man. I never met him and I consider that a loss because that's why you gotta just cherish people. You know what I mean? Especially if they're in your life, just cherish them. Um <clears throat> anyway, moving right along. <laughs> Otherwise I could talk about this all night long. Um So as you can see that I as you can see that I've been attempting to keep this as clean as possible for Tyson's sake. Um, speaking of, 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 uh, having kids. So Tyson's about to have his first one and they named him Jareth. So I hope he's a beautiful, happy, healthy baby boy with all five finger, uh, 10 fingers, sorry, and 10 toes. Um, and everything's supposed to be where it's supposed to be at. I'm actually going to pick up a Batman action figure and send it to him because, you know, every kid, uh, you know. Deserves to have a Batman action figure. I remember my first one. I think it was uh, modeled after. No, I think my first, my first Batman action figure growing up again because I grew up in the eighties. I was born in nineteen eighty. Um, was uh, Adam West Batman? I mean, that was the Batman for us. That was the definitive Batman, and he was the only one who walked into the room and didn't have to announce that he was Batman. So I mean, I had, and I in fact I even had the the nineteen sixty six Batmobile. Uh, that was modeled after the cartoon, which was pretty cool, so I had Adam Adam West, and I had uh, the Batman uh, Batmobile. My second Batmobile that I ever owned was uh, Michael Keaton's Batman Batmobile, and of course, the Michael Keaton, uh, I don't think it was really a Michael Keaton's action figure, though, I think it was just a regular Batman that was modeled to look after uh, 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 Michael Keaton's Batman, which, by the way, again, even though, even though Michael Keaton's Batman existed solely in a different universe, it was still a, an, an interesting concept. Uh, the way Tim Burton did that. I mean, because ultimately, um, ultimately, uh, Jack um, Jack Nadir, wrong, or yeah, I think that was his name in in, in the in the that particular Batman movie. He ultimately created uh, Batman by killing Bruce Wayne's parents. And then, of course, Batman ultimately uh, created the Joker by dropping Jack in, uh, Nicholson into a bat of acid. Now, obviously, he didn't intend to do that. He was trying to save him. But, you know, <laughs> accidents do happen. So, I mean, and, and that's what really makes this particular Batman movie a, a great standalone movie. And I remember going there as a child, like seeing it in the movies for the first time. Because up until then, we only had Adam West. And. I didn't even discover uh the other two actors who played batman in 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 uh in some uh, TV show or you know there was two separate actors who played Batman in two separate uh uh TV black and white episode uh t- black and white TV shows that just didn't make an impression on anybody I don't think that's why nobody really remembers them now here comes Adam West and it's just like he basically owned the character again he's the only one that didn't have to announce. That he was Batman. Neither did, did did Michael Keaton, really. I mean, come on. Everyone knew Michael Keaton was just Batman. You know, I mean, it, when he donned that cape and cowl, it was just a, another person, you know. And, and that's why these two men will always be my Batman. Now, over the years, yeah, we had Val Kilmer. That was great. We had, um, uh, of course, uh, Oh, I'm drawing another blank on his name, too. I don't know why. Um, that's all right. How would it? Um and of course we had uh Christian Bale. Um and of course now we have um Oh god, I'm just drawing a ton of blanks tonight. And I don't know why, but I am drawing a blank. Ben Affleck. So uh Ben Affleck is now the current Batman and I think he's doing a pretty phenomenal job. I mean I remember people like like yelling about it, getting upset about it, like oh he can't play Batman. He actually can play Batman and he plays Batman very well. Um But, um, uh, I'm trying to think of, of who played, uh, in fact, you know what? I am going to Google this because this is bothering me now. Um, so let me, let me Google this real quick. So I want to do, okay. So, oh God, I don't know why I'm drawing a blank on his name because he's, he's, he is a good actor. He just didn't get a fair shake when it came to this particular, like he didn't get a fair shake when it came to Batman. So we're gonna we're gonna pull this up right now, and I'm gonna tell you uh, let's see, oh George Clooney, I don't know why I drew a blank on that. Um, yeah, so George Clooney did play Batman, but in in my opinion he didn't uh, it, that that particular Batman movie just it just sucked, you know I mean Val Kilmer, Val Kilmer did a pretty uh decent job of playing Batman, but again, for me, Adam West, Michael Keaton will always forever remain my batman you know what i'm saying especially uh adam west i mean he did such a phenomenal job he had one movie under his belt when he when he played batman and uh of course bert uh bert ward played uh uh robin but again i told you i could talk about batman all night long it doesn't faze me um and and what else am i going to talk about so why not but uh mm. <sighs> so forever forever will be a a great loss now that Adam West is not here. But uh, again, I think Ben Affleck's doing a great job and, and I think it's time for him now to have a standalone Batman movie because he's the only Batman that has yet to have a standalone movie. Think about this. He was in, of course uh, he was in Batman versus Superman. Don't have justice. He was in justice league. He was, uh, he had a, a small role in suicide squad um, but he's never had a standalone movie, so now it's time to see what he can really do in a standalone movie. And I think once you really see the standalone movie of how Ben Affleck, uh, you know, plays out, Bruce Wayne plays out Batman, then you can judge it. You know what I mean? Like you can't really judge uh, Ben Affleck's performance of Batman solely on the fact that he's been in uh, Batman versus Superman or or uh, Justice League or of course Suicide Squad. Those were phenomenal movies in and of themselves. But we have to see what he's like when he's by himself. Then you can judge him. Then you can say, well, yeah, he was good. No, he wasn't good. He does play a pretty like good Bruce Wayne. Like he plays like a a darker version of Bruce Wayne, I would say. Like, you know, more like a a vigilante style type. Because again, when you're watching um when you're watching I think it I think was it was it Batman versus Superman? I think it was. Where, you know, uh, Batman would, like, brand everyone he captured with the Bat symbol. Uh, symbol, B- And this way, people know that's why they got sent to jail. Like, you know, hey, you were captured by Batman. So, I mean, I think it's going to be pretty awesome uh, to finally, finally get a, a standalone Batman movie. It's been way, way, way too long. We haven't had a standalone Batman movie since uh, the Dark Knight trilogy. And, and even then, like... Okay, so... What bugs me the most about Christian Bale's Batman is simply this, like, and I've said this before in a lot of episodes of of this show, is I just can't get past uh, American Psycho. Like, don't get me wrong, like, he played a phenomenal Bruce Wayne, but I I just can't get past him running down the hallway with, you know, uh, sneakers and a chainsaw and and his wang, like, flapping all around and, you know, him with the chainsaw. And, you know, chasing a hooker. So I, I just can't get past that. And, you know, really, there is a tremendous amount of pressure on somebody when they have to put on the cape and cowl. Because once you put on that cape and cowl, you can do no... In real life, you can do no wrong ever again. Same thing when you put on, like, you know, the the, the Superman suit. You, you just can't do no wrong from then on ever in your life. Because... If you don't think fans take this seriously, they take it seriously. Like you can't, you you can't do no wrong. Now I know that's a bit unfair to say because yes, it's just a it's just a movie, it's just a fictitious character. But not really. To some people, you know that S really does stand for hope, and that's exactly what it stands for. Superman symbol does it d- does not mean super; it means hope in the house of Kal-El. So there you go. So. Again, you know, many great actors, again, played Superman as well. I mean, Superman is definitely, uh, you know, part of a a mythology that people do incorporate into their lives. People do incorporate you know, the, the Batman mythology into their personal life. And I mean that's why when you when you take on those particular roles, you can never do no wrong. Now to date, what is pretty cool is the fact that no one's ever done a live action performance of the Hulk except and then I'm jumping into to Marvel real quick. Except Lou Ferrigno. Lou Ferrigno just was there was something about this man that just played the character perfect. I mean, yeah, of course it was the seventies and the eighties, so they just put him in like green paint uh green paint and hairspray because I had to spray paint his hair green, but he's the only man to date to have ever done a live action performance of the Hulk. So anyway, I think that's my rant for, I think that's my rant. I mean, you know, we, we talked about, uh, Batman. We've been talking about Batman for the past, I don't know, 42 minutes. Uh, Well, we've been talking about comics overall for the past 42 minutes, Um, but it's been a fun time, you know, it's, it's, like I said, I didn't really know where this was going tonight and I didn't really know what to talk about. And this was really the first time that I ever really had to think about this because normally like I'll, I'll just feed off Tyson. Tyson will feed off me and we never know where it's going to go. So we may start off talking about one thing and then we'll go into like a hundred different places of where this is going to be. So again, it was, it was pretty nice to, uh, well, not nice let me let me not say nice but it was um it was nice to, okay so it was nice to see if i could do this by myself and feel comfortable enough doing this and i i think i feel uh pretty okay with if i ever had to do another one of these by myself um because you know life happenings i mean obviously you know uh, Tyson couldn't be uh, here with us tonight, but he is here in spirit, as he uh, always will be if he's, you know, never here on a particular episode. Um, Tyson himself, you know, does pretty well with um, running Suckatash by himself as far as, like, being, like, the only voice that you hear. Um, aside from, like, you know, if he ever does, like, an interview from time to time um, or, if you know, because mostly what Suckatash does is they, they play snippets of other uh, soundcasts so that you can, you know, you can... You know, maybe hear something that you haven't heard from the, you know, for the first time, and you're like, oh, I like that soundcast. Let me go listen to it, and you know, put it on your on your playlist. So that's really what the uniqueness about Suckatash really is all about. And of course, Tyson has done a couple episodes of this show by himself, where he's had a guest done, and he's done pretty well for himself. So I mean, he, he's done an excellent job. And, I mean, I wouldn't want to say, like, I'm trying... I'm not, like, trying to compete with them or nothing like that. Like, oh, I could do it better. No, of course not. Um, But it is nice to see that I can fly solo if I had to, just in case. But now the only thing I have to do is is tackle uh, editing, because, you know, with having a child, especially you know, uh, a newborn, that does that does take uh, a lot of time and energy, so, I mean, there may be times when Tyson can't edit the show, so I think I'd like to dabble into that. I don't know how good I'm going to be, because thus far, all I've ever done was show up and talk. All the magic you hear is definitely Tyson. I mean, as far as, like, editing is concerned and things like that, that is all Tyson. Um, so, anyway, so that's, that's, that's my story, and I'm sticking to it, but just like 2018 this episode is now done for anti-social show my name is hunter block and this is when tyson will say and i'm tyson saner um and then of course he would say be decent to each other and i would say absolutely and then hillary clinton would say uh good night everyone wrong or something like that but uh until next time uh for uh, until until next time until you hear us again um again be decent to each other and uh peace out. I'll catch you on the flip side.
1: Have a good time, folks.
0: Oh, and by the way, um before I bounce out completely, this has been a very weird episode of antisocial show because as you know, I've I've taken it way down tonight. Um I wasn't really trying to be funny. Um more, you know, more or less I wasn't trying to be funny. I just wanted to, you know, talk up with you good people and uh so if you liked How this episode went? uh, Please get in contact with me if you didn't like it. That's okay. You won't hurt my feelings because having feedback, I can maybe like you know change some things for next time. I have to do an episode solo, and I certainly don't mind doing an episode solo if I had to. Of course, I do miss Tyson because Tyson is you know Tyson and myself together as a team is what really makes the show. It's it's what gives it that uh, natural organicness. But uh, yeah, so I mean, if I had to. I certainly can do it. I certainly don't mind doing it if I had to do it again. But uh, I I would appreciate some feedback to let me know how I did. Okay, so now it's time to really peace out. This episode of Anti-Social Show, like that comic book, is now closed. I will catch you later. Be decent to each other. And, of course, I would say absolutely peace.
1: Have a good time, folks.